Hello, everyone. Welcome to another episode of The Market and the Good. My name is Chris Gassman. I'm your host. And today, we're going to talk about three things. First, message of mission efficiency and readiness. Second, strategy of replicating success. Third, tactic of asking your community. To do that, we've interviewed a guest for the conversation. For those of you who do not yet know Chuck Millen, our guest today is a retired Assistant Secretary of Defense, a fellow military brat, and an innovator. I asked Chuck, who's the audience for today's conversation? Military communities. Um, I mean, that's who we are targeting. That's who will have the greatest impact on uh, a DOD reform initiative. And they live both on uh, military installations and in those military communities. In fact, just for your own reference, um, 75% of servicemen and women and their families live off military bases. You know, we often think about, oh, military, they're in the confines of a military installation, but 75% live outside of those gates in military communities, uh, in, in civilian communities. So um, that's just, you know, an interesting point. We also discussed what the audience will gain by listening. Well, we really want to, you know, be able to provide um, our service members and families choices, healthy choices. Um, you know, when you walk onto a military installation, you should have, you know, choices of a large variety of healthy options. Um, especially in the time that we're in right now, in the current pandemic, we know that you know, people are struggling with weight, people are struggling to stay healthy. And it's important, you know, that you keep your body healthy and, and eat healthy. So, you know, our objective here is quite simple. It's to bring healthier choices to military installations. It's not to eradicate all fast food and eliminate unhealthy options. We just want to give you choices. I asked Chuck about his story, but why he's working on making the world a better place in ways that make business sense. You know, I served in the Department of Defense for 37 years, and I would say uh, towards the last 10, 12 years of my career, uh, I really got interested in improving the health and well-being uh, on military installations. And the more I dug into that, the more I realized that, you know, it was a lot more than just, you know, bringing in newer fitness equipment, getting people on fitness regimes, I found out that our food program, our food system was fundamentally broken. It was a food system that colleges and universities had, you know, back in the 60s and 70s, you know, the cafeteria style military dining facility. So uh, I started on a journey of uh, reforming food in the Department of Defense. And uh, that's where Reed and I got connected. Um, he was working for a different company back then. Uh, actually, prior to that, we were doing some work together on lodging, uh, which is basically the motel hotels on uh, military installations and also some morale, welfare, and recreation programs. But 
in earnest, we really started working closely together uh, when we launched the Healthy Base Initiative uh, for the Department of Defense. So I retired about three years ago from the department after 37 years. And um, one of the things that um, I didn't quite finish was the work that I was doing on reforming food for the Department of Defense. Uh, believe it or not, nothing moves quickly in the department. There's, <laughs> as you can imagine, a lot, of bu- <laughs> a, a, lot of bu- a lot of bureaucracy. And, you know, I started yep. working with, with Congress, uh, gosh, 10, 12 years ago, you know, and uh, we got a lot of work done, but we didn't get... Um, we didn't, we didn't get enough done. So really my objective now is to, to get legislation enacted that would uh, support the reform initiative that we're working on. And Chris, to be honest with you, it, it's nothing magical. It's nothing unique. We're just trying to change and convert the dated and antiquated military food system to what colleges and universities have had, have had for the last 20 years. We got to talking about what is the idea in brief? You know, it's interesting when I speak to groups and I ask people who have kids in college and, you know, who have been to these student unions and walked in and seen, you know, beautiful choices of food and healthy food choices and big salad bars and grab and go all hours of the day, um, you know, and then they go into a military dining facility and they see what colleges and universities had, quite frankly, back in the 60s. Uh, with the stainless steel cafeteria line, you know, walking in and getting two entrees, you know, or, you know, fast food, hamburgers and hot dogs, that sort of thing. So right. it, it's, it, it's extremely important, especially in the military, because, you know, we ask these young men and women um, to do things that, you know, normal c- citizens aren't required to do. You know, they go off to war, they carry um, 80, 90 pounds of equipment, you know, through pretty tough conditions and, you know, they're not getting a lot of sleep. Um, so we've got to feed them. We've got to fuel their bodies to make sure they're healthy. You know, we have a nation who has uh, progressively gotten more and more obese over the years. Uh, in fact, I think we're at about 37, 38% of our states uh, have high levels of obesity and the, the CDC predictive model, as you move out to 2030, shows that the majority of the United States, even places like Colorado, will have obesity problems. You know, we, we recruit from these states. We recruit from these pools. And so we're bringing young men and women in who uh, only a, f- a small percentage of them are even qualified to serve in the military. And we bring them in with a lot of problems to include weight problems and uh, do our best to keep that weight off. But, you know, at the end of the day, it's our fault when we aren't feeding them well at military bases and we end up kicking them back out of the military again. So, you know, it's a challenge. It's a, it's a national challenge. Uh, it's, a, it's a military challenge. It's a, it's a readiness challenge for the military. It's a recruiting challenge to bring them in, keep them fit, uh, keep them mission ready, you know, to serve in the military. So... Uh, so that's that's really the objective. It sounds quite simple. In fact, when I speak to, you know, groups and even members of Congress, they're like, "Well, this sounds relatively easy to do." Um, it it is, but we we have an institution who has been set in a certain way for decades. You know, the old military dining facility and feeding 
you know, with the cafeteria style dining. Um, so you, you've got to reform that. You've got to move all that into the right direction with healthier food choices and, and healthier options. Gotcha. So for the, the, you know, those constituents out there in those different communities, you know, maybe talking with their chains of command, asking for healthier choices and just kind of fostering those conversations locally in their, their ecosystems then. Yes, we have, you know, a lot of national brands, regional brands, uh, healthy brands that are out there that are very interested in working with the military. They're very interested in coming on military installations and, you know, opening those brands, you know, to the, the military population. So it's getting out of the, the 1970s model and really moving into the 21st century with food. Um, food is the most fundamental need of a human being. It, it, it fuels us. It, it keeps us healthy. Uh, you know, there's a saying that you can't outrun a bad diet. So you can work out all you want, but if you are, you know, eating unhealthy food every single day, you're just not going to get healthy. So, um, so the key here is to, to bring the, the choices to the military market and open up you know, opportunities for healthier brands to come into military installations. Very cool. Uh, I had not heard that saying yet. Uh, I cannot run uh, an unhealthy diet. I will, I might parrot that one. <laughs> if there's a citation that I should, whomever I should get credit to that for, do let me know. We wrapped up focusing in on, what is the call to action? Well, I, I think that, um, you know, if they live on installation, you know, certainly um, speak to their installation leadership, um, whether it's uh, through the enlisted channels or through the officer channel. You made the point earlier, if you advocate hard and strong enough for bringing in healthier brands, then, you know, those strong voices will be heard. In your local community, which we struggle with the same problems where, you know, we continue to put, you know, bunches of pizza places up and more fast food places up, you know, talk to your local chamber of commerce, you know, they can, you know, they're a, they're a strong voice in those communities and they can talk to the local elected officials and uh, look at opportunities to bring in healthier brands and healthier choices. You know, it doesn't have to be you know, that when I speak of these brands, you know, they come in all sizes. And, you know, it doesn't have to be a, a large, large building um, because some of these brands will come in and say, your community is too small for us to open. Uh, there are certainly smaller brands out there that would love to, to break into some of these markets, both the military market and the local civilian community market. Um, but we have to do something. We have to do something as a nation and we certainly have to do something as a military uh, to keep our military strong and mission ready.